In this week's star, Shalene Drake's tall wrote an opinion piece entitled Stop Demanding More Proof of Racism and Let's Find Solutions. In the myriad of store of studies proving that racism exists in many areas of our of our society, from the police, healthcare system, workplaces, Shalene says it's time we stop demanding more proof and focus on how we fix the problem of othering that still continues. Welcome, Shalene, to Toronto this weekend. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Happy Canada Day. Thank you. Happy Canada Day to you as well. So why write this piece? I think I've been frustrated about this for a while now. Um, I've seen so many studies, so many surveys, so many reports, and they're all saying what we already know, that you know, anti-blackness and racism continues to be a problem in our society. But it feels like we're just continuing to put more proof out there. So we know what the issues are. We know what we're dealing with. So instead of continuing to prove that racism exists, that anti-blackness exists, we should be taking this energy to create sustainable solutions that are that will change our, our society. I could definitely feel the frustration when I was reading. I was like, "Mm -hmm, I get it. I understand. I also wonder, Shalene, if a lot of these studies are not done for us as black people, but are done for those who continue to deny, even though there are so many studies that prove that there is a problem. Oh, 100%. They're not done for us. Like, we are never surprised nor shocked as black people to hear that there is racism or anti-blackness in these institutions or in companies or organizations. We know because we live it. I think that it's always those who are non-black who are surprised and shocked every time there is a new report that says what the last 10 reports have said, that there's racism. I find it interesting, though, that there's always this request for more proof. I got an email this week after I wrote the opinion piece from someone who said that they were a white person and that a lot of their black friends have said that they face racism and agreed with the opinion piece. But the person told me in the email, you know, your your piece would have been a lot stronger if you had more proof. So there's always... (laughs) This request for more proof, just one more thing. If you can give us one more piece of proof, maybe then we'll believe you. But we know that's not the case because we've been proving that racism exists for years upon years upon years. And there's still these requests for more proof. You know, we we saw the universal conversation rise to the surface in 2020 after George Floyd's uh, murder. Um, Mm -hmm. And... As you point out, many signs commitments to change, and yet things haven't. And, you know, we say that with a caveat, right? Because I think, you know, you see slow, slow shifts in certain things. Um, You do see, you know, more diversity in certain areas, but you wonder if it's more of just, you know, a cover up and are, Mm -hmm. are actual changes being made within institutions, uh, and and yet there's still this frustration now three years later that that we haven't seen as much change as you know was committed to back in 2020 and shortly after that. 
Does this surprise you, though? When I talk to my friends and I say, you know, we laugh about where's the change? It doesn't surprise Ooh. us because, again, as I say, you know, we've been crying that the that the building has been burning for a very long time, and yet nobody's looking at the fire. Um, right. And, and so does it surprise you that these commitments really haven't been held to account as much as we expected or society thought they would be? Well, first I want to say that there's been we can't say that there hasn't been change Absolutely. because there has been, right? There's for a sure. lot of organizations, grassroots organizations who've been doing this work for years and they've been amazing doing this work. Um, but I would say that I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody who is black is surprised that there's not the, the big explosion of change that people were promising um, back in 2020. I think that unfortunately people get bored quickly. And um, I think that a lot of what happened in 2020 was performative. Mm -hmm. Um, People wanted to look like good corporate citizens. Um, It was the thing to do to put up these strongly worded statements, put up black squares, talk about listening and learning and all of that. But to create concrete, sustainable change is difficult um, in organizations. It means changing cultures in organizations and that is work and that requires a lot of uncomfortable conversations it requires people giving up power people actually listening and implementing um, those recommendations that black people have come up with those solutions that we've come up with and until um, you know organizations are willing to really do that hard work we're just going to see like, you know, another diversity report saying how well we're doing, but are we creating um, environments within you know, workplaces, within schools, within the justice system where black people can be fairly treated? That's all that people are really asking for is just to be treated fairly, to be treated justly. And I don't know if we are at that point yet. And so I guess my question is, if we're not at that point yet, and all of the data shows that, you know, there is a problem. Will we ever get there? You you spoke of uncomfortable. And I actually, as you were saying it, I was writing it because uh, that's what this boils down to, right? It makes mm-hmm. people feel uncomfortable. Every time I talk about this, I get emails, I get text messages. Why are we talking about this? Um, mm-hmm. Why is this an issue? Why are we bringing this up? Uh, because it is a problem. You know, you alluded to the York University study, the Black mm-hmm. Canadian National Survey, that found 70% of Blacks experience racism, 49% uh, of Indigenous people uh, experience racism. A- and so how do we move the needle forward? How do we move out of, as you talk about, you know, the discussion about the problem and more to solutions if, if, we're ju- if we feel stuck in this conversation? That's a really good question. I think it boils down to education. I think our children and our young people need to understand the history of Black people in Canada and all, you know, racialized, Indigenous groups, um, marginalized people, how we have added to the fabric of this country. Uh, We can't start the conversation in the middle like we tend to do with like what's happening now. We need to go back into history and teach like the true history of Canada so people understand where the issues stem from. 
um, once people start learning those things, um, we can see where the issues came from and maybe start building the solutions because people will see that um, we have all added to the fabric of this country. Um, we are all valuable members of Canadian society um, and we all should be treated fairly. Until we start um, educating our young people, we're going to continue to have these conversations about um, racism exists because we don't really know our true history. We don't really understand um, what the issues are. So I think it boils down to education and I think it boils down to people truly wanting to listen. And I think there are some people out there who are really listening and they're trying to understand and they're trying to make changes. But we have to be uncomfortable with some of these conversations. We can't shy away from them because they will ultimately lead to us developing a better society for everybody, not just for Black people, but for all people. And that's what we want. We want a Canada that is for everybody, mm -hmm. not just for certain people while other people feel uncomfortable. But, you know, we want a country where everybody feels like they're valued. Absolutely. As we celebrate Canada Day today, right. we know that Canada is has been created out of a fabric of so many voices, diverse voices. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think of the black Canadians in Nova Scotia um, who have been here longer than this country has existed. And yet right. our children do not learn about uh, or at least they need to they need to learn about the contributions of uh, of the diverse uh, myriad of people who have created this country and the country that we celebrate today. Shaleen, thank you so much, first of all, for writing this piece. Uh, I think you spoke for many people who feel frustrated. And thank you for being on Toronto this weekend. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That was Shalene Drakes-Tall. She is a Toronto-based storyteller, educator, and the founder of Sweet Lime Communications. Wrote a great piece in the Toronto Star if you want to check it out. It is entitled, Stop Demanding More Proof of Racism and Let's Find Solutions.